Support the show that supports the scene. Patreon.com slash B-R-L-S-O-N is pretty much a dollar a show. Plus, I'll give you extra stuff, exclusive shows and content, and there are levels to this game as well, including a advertising package, which is cheaper than our normal one. So sign up and support the show that supports your scene. Patreon.com slash B-R-L, son. BRL son. Peace, this is Nelson Dialect. You're tuned in to Beats, Rhymes and Life. Uh, this is my You're listening to BRL. This is Optimus from the Almighty Downside Crew. Yeah, yeah, this is Nick Luby from One Day Spit Syndicate. What up? It's 360. You're listening to Beats, Rhymes and Life. Peace, family. This is El Fresh the Lion of Beats, Rhymes and Life. Stay tuned to where hip hop lives. It is BRL all across Australia on the community radio network. And now joining us on the show, now I'm going to try not to butcher this because uh, it, it takes me a couple of goes to get around your name, Indigo Merkaba. Am I right? Yeah, you got it first go, yes. bro. Fucking I. <laughs> uh, trust me, I've been practicing. <laughs> multi-syllable anything. That's why I'm not a rapper. Multi-syllable anything just blah, 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 does not come out right. <laughs> Now, um, you're part of what I would say and also what's sort of been uh, sort of promoted, especially through uh, our uh, friends and shout out to Sanchez and the crew from The Lesson, um, this uh, new generation of Adelaide hip-hop. Of course, you know, little controversy earlier this year, but you were sort of named in this uh, group that's sort of going to be taking uh, the Adelaide scene into this uh, new generation as such. And uh, the new record from you is bloody excellent. It's called Borderline. So welcome to the show. Cheers, bro. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Indeed. Now, um, this this is a – it's a – Bit of a like it's you got a bit of everything in there. You got some chill vibes. You got some really deep stuff as well. You got some bars. Um, so ju- just for anyone that's sort of out there and uh, hasn't watched your uh, web series, which you know that, that's also uh, once again shouts the lesson that's on YouTube. Uh, a bit of background on um, who is Indigo Merkaba? Um, from Adelaide, bro. Fucking, I've been doing this for. I've been releasing music for like. Two two years now, right? But I've right. been I've been recording for probably like ten years. Oh, but I just yeah, I, I wanted to make sure my shit was dope from the jump as soon as I came out. See, I like and, I like the fact that you're patient on that because there are plenty of people who just put out some bullshit. Yeah, no, I don't I don't see the point in it because you never get a second impression if you you know you put out some shit that's average or whatever when you're young, chances are if they don't like it the first time, they're not going to listen to it again the second time. So I, I wanted to, I guess, perfect my craft as much as I could before putting anything out. Absolutely. And so it sounds professional from the jump. See, there's a lesson in that for a lot of young rappers out there as well because uh, it, and it's increasing as well. Uh that I'm getting a lot of stuff now and there is a, a lot of that, um, hey, you could probably try again with that kind of thing. Uh, maybe hit another studio session or a bit well, of I think a, a big thing. I think a big thing for these younger dudes is like they see the money and they see the the materialism 
that hip hop brings, mm. and they want that rather than they don't actually have a love or a connection to the actual culture itself. Like I've, I've done my homework, bro. Like I know mm. about the culture of hip hop. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've studied, you know, your Rock Hims and your Slick Ricks and fucking KRS and Cool Herc. Like Hell yeah. I understand. I understand the culture outside of Australian hip hop culture. Like I understand just hip hop in, mm. in general. So I feel like I feel like a lot of these young dudes need to not just see what's popping on the TV and like, do you actually love this shit? Do you actually love the culture? Because if if not, I'd say nine times out of ten you're gonna fail. You know what I mean? You're just wasting your time, and you're wasting you probably what you're wasting your money on mics and studio sessions and all the shit mm. you're probably spending money for to just have this image. Like fuck the image, make. Make the music because it's art and you love it. Absolutely. It, it just preach. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Um and it, I can I can tell you right now, once again, we'll we'll talk to uh, young rappers in the audience right now that are listening to this. Um it's so much easier to do your research now now that everything's online. Um Yeah. It do, doing that stuff way back in the day, like you know, all of all of the people in uh, the culture now, and uh, of course, you know, the the older heads. I'm probably an older head myself these days, but um, you know, and the people that are you know, the people who influence me um, in yeah. Australian culture and otherwise. Yeah, they were they had to go through books and everything like that. I was lucky that I got in like a little after sort of internet was starting to boom in a way. So I could, you know, sort of read about albums as such, but yeah. there, there wasn't, there wasn't a Wikipedia or anything back then. It like, this stuff wasn't really easy to get to. And now yeah. you can just do a, a quick Wikipedia search. And maybe if you want to do the journalistic thing as well, maybe read something else, maybe another article or something like that to sort of, you know, double check facts and everything. But it's so much easier now to just to do your homework in a way. You you can watch yeah, all the you can watch all the old interviews and all the uh, mixtapes and all, all that stuff's on YouTube too. So it's just go for a deep dive for a week or so. You'll probably come out going, oh, okay, this uh, this '87 record from uh, Eric B and Ra Kim's pretty cool, man. Oh, that's where that sound yeah, word, comes 100%. from. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, fucking hundred percent, bro. So um. It, uh, Oz hip hop style, because um, you've got a very unique style as well. It's it's raw as well. Like you, know, um, you you put a lot of feeling and emotion on a, a track. Uh, who, who was a, who's an influence for you, um, international and Australian wise? Um, international wise, I'd say like my three biggest like as far as influences musically, like the way I actually do shit sonically and cadences and flows and mm. musically I'd say my three biggest influences outside of Australia would be like Little Wayne, mm-hmm. Nipsey Hussle and J. Cole. Yep. And then from Australia, fuck. Probably like to be honest, it's probably just Trem and just Husky. I can I can hear musical influence. I can hear the I can hear that absolutely bars wise absolutely you know like Trem is kind of the one in that yeah, in that regard a, that's the go. and that's the go to he, me he, he is the go. Oh, yeah I'd probably say yeah Trem 
goat. <laughs> it's, it's hard to go past that when you really think about it. Uh, once again, you, um, young rappers and everything, uh, uh, look online. Um, once again, I think YouTube has all of those old Trem EPs. You could just press play on those. Those are really influential LC records. Yeah. And, um, of course, uh, at Husky as well in, in the new direction. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, I can definitely hear that throughout the record. Now you mentioned like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of all of that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm putting together this uh, this record, Borderline. Um, how long has it taken from go to now? Um, well, the, the thing with the Borderline was I didn't plan for it to be anything. Like I was just oh. I was going through a, a fair bit of shit mm. at the start of the year with my mental health and just I had people making fake profiles and just trying to drag my name through the fucking mud and it was just there's a lot of weird shit there's heaps of weird shit going on in my life and I kind of I decided I was going to take a break from social media mm-hmm. and I spent a week in the studio just recording shit mm. and because I work alongside with Nebs like he's pretty much the only dude that I'll go to for production now yep so, really, all these songs that I had, I was showing him because I was recording these over over YouTube beats. Oh, right. I was just, you know, I just wanted to vent. I was just venting and just making songs. And then Nebs asked me, oh, can you send me the stems to every all those songs that you showed me? And I sent him all the songs. I didn't really know what was going to go down. Mm. And then he sent me... One of the tracks, I think it was Break Free. I think Break Free was the first track that he made. So he reproduced the beat. Like he remade his <laughs> own version <laughs> Holy of the YouTube shit. beat. So like all the production that you heard on that was like, Nebs heard what I originally had recorded over these YouTube joints. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of was like, no, nah, fuck that. I'm going to make it better. Because like, the album itself, I don't even want to call it an album, but the the tape itself, mm. if you listen to it unmixed just over the YouTube beat, yeah. I thought it was pretty lackluster. I was like, this is fucking average. This is just some venting, you know? Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't really resonate with it that much. I was just like, this is all depressive fucking shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to even put this out there. But then once I sent the stems to Neb's, and he started remaking these fucking beats and doing these crazy outros and doing this crazy mixing and shit on my voice. Like, by the time he had like four or five tracks remade, I was like, fuck, this shit's pretty special. Like, this is pretty hectic. Mm. And then by the time he sent me the final mix, I was like, fuck, I'm happy that... Because Nebs was really the one pushing. Like, bro, you should, you should put this out because this is fucking hectic. This is going to help a lot of people. And I was hesitant on it because I was like, it's the first time ever I've really been self-conscious about my music because mm. I was just so I was so open and so vulnerable, and I was kind of I don't know, yeah, it was just coming from where I was at the start of the year to I kind of pulled it, I kind of turned it around pretty quickly. So I was in a wow. So while Nebs is while Nebs is making this shit, I'm already in a better position mentally. So I'm hearing these depressed records. And then I'm thinking, fuck, I don't know if I want to put it out because I'm not in that position right now. And I'd already done like a whole nother album. Oh, wow. Like I've, 
You got some more. You got more reserve ready to go. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm sitting on three more projects already. Right. Borderline. I put borderline out, and I've already got three more. Damn. Ready. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that's all shit that I worked on this year. Like that's no old music. See that that's that's awesome. So yeah, there's there's probably some mixtapes and that you can you get really picky now with that, like really really picky. You're like uh, I'm not entirely feeling this, so this can be here and drop a single here and there. Ah, oh, having yeah, well, having just, stuff in bank is great, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I I I just like I just like working. Like I'm not I'm not one of them dudes that likes to drop one single and then let people marinate on it for fucking three months and fuck that, just put it out. Like, I just like putting shit out constantly. I want to mm. be known as the hardest worker in the country. And that tends to be the way that it's sort of happening as well. Like like we sort of said before, you've, you've worked on it for years and you've had the patience and you've got to that skill level now where you can put stuff out and it is quality, but you can put out prolific stuff as well which, which is you know it's kind of where yeah. you want to be especially in the, the the modern sort of streaming kind of climate as well like people you know want new songs all the time yeah bro well that's kind of the reason why i have this work ethic because it's like i know the way people digest music now it's not it's not like how it used to be like i remember when i was a kid bro i'd buy an eminem album yeah and i'd that was that was the album I had for the year for the two years before he put some new shit out. Do you know what I mean? You would you would sit with a with an album for fucking a couple of years, yep. and you'd love it. Mm-hmm. You'd love it like it's a child, like it's something that molded you. Like whereas now, you put out an album and people already want the new shit. Like two three months later, like three months is old for a project these days. It, yeah, it, it, it it's is fucked like- up. Yeah, I, I agree. I trust me. I, I, uh, I do miss the days of. Uh, now I love the streaming era. It's just so much easier to sort of do things, especially this show. Like this show runs off like you know uh, streaming new tracks every week, that kind of thing. Yeah. But um, there, there is something to be said of uh, sitting down with a record, a physical copy, and just enjoying it as well. Like yeah, one hundred percent. 100% bro. I, I, I miss them days, but they gone. I guess yeah, you need to you need to adapt in this new climate. Like I feel like if you're the sort of person like if you're the sort of artist that you only want to put an album out a year type shit, then you probably should I don't know, you should like probably put like a a, a single out for mm. like every track on the on the project because i've seen a few people do that yeah yeah like from the states like i've seen people that will have an album coming out but they'll do like six or seven big real hectic videos as singles that are all on the album as well so then when they actually put their shit out the streams mesh with the new release if yes. you kind of get what i mean yeah 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 so I, I don't know i think the new the new way of doing shit, I think you just need to be as creative as possible. If not that, then you just got to work hard. Absolutely. And that's, what I, that's what I say to everyone, bro. Like, I just pride myself on hard work and making sure that I out, outwork everyone and just have belief that what I am working on is hectic 
and I think it is. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, you can even see uh, just uh, I just brought up the YouTube on the phone here and you've, uh, you know, just dropped videos in the last couple of weeks. You know, uh, Mr. Give a Fuck is there and Best Life. Uh, those are complete videos ready to go on your YouTube right now. Yeah. So, you know, it's it. it this has uh, turned into more of like a, a, a you know, almost like one of those masterclass things. <laughs> Here's how to market in the modern era. Trust me, I'm only learning this stuff now. I've been, I've been doing radio and I guess podcasts in a in a way. Podcasts for like maybe a year and a half or so, but like as a presenter and whatever, I've been doing this for 20 years, and only in the last, I'd say, year now since the the, the show's gone national that. It's yeah. I've learned a better way to market, and it's sort of taking cues from people like yourself. Now, I uh, I'm, I'm not going to be making any videos anytime soon, just because I haven't got the setup for that yet. Um, and also, yeah. people don't want to see me talking into a microphone to myself. I'm like, mm, no, I, I don't, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just not for film. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, just, it would. But um, you know, like that that kind of stuff is is excellent. Like that extra content, that's kind of what people want in a way. So um, yeah, it, 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 take note, everyone, that um, get some collabs going. Meet some people who well, do. The way filming. I look at it, bro, with the way I look at it is sorry to cut you off. No, bro, no, go like, no. You're the you're, the way I look at it is like if you're the, if you're the sort of dude like myself that's constantly dropping, like the people that aren't dropping constantly. Mm. When they want to, when they want new music from them, and they can't get it, where do they go? They go to wherever the fuck music's coming from. Yes, where whoever's got the new shit, they want that. It's like the fans are like fiends, bro. Yes, <laughs> you know. What I, so it's like if you if you've you got, got the that product, new feed the fiends and keep them keep them happy. Do you know what I mean? Keep them fucking fiending more. Keep keep giving it to them. That's how I look at it. Yeah, people people fiending for new tunes these days, and there are you know there are people like me who uh, end up sort of. Uh, I I'm probably one of those fiends. I'm always listening to tunes <laughs> all the time. Whenever I get a chance to have a deep dive, it's probably my favorite sort of afternoon or evening of the week where it's just me and a Bandcamp account. Or like uh, sitting there on Spotify, or you know, if Instagram as well. Another another way where I you know follow a bunch of you know accounts of my favorite acts and everything. You can see who those are on the BRL page, and um, that's you know that's where I get most of these releases from. Is you know um, you know labels mailing out, and um, yeah, people like yourselves and whoever sending out tracks and putting it out on Instagram, and then I go and hunt down copies <laughs> that kind yeah, of thing that that's <laughs> that's how it works there there is no more of that middle man you know pr person like they're they're almost extinct especially in australian hip-hop like um you know uh like the people who used to do stuff for obese and uh, shogun back in the day those people are do- off doing other things now i'm still facebook pals with those people but um yeah the 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 pr person's kind of almost extinct when it comes to especially hip-hop now it's really hard just people put it out on their own so just if you want if you want that new new uh get out their socials they'll give it to you pretty much straight up yeah 100 percent, bro yeah you, do, you really 
Like in this day and age, you really don't need no one but yourself and just your it goes it always goes back to work ethic, bro. Like if you've got the work ethic and you've got the hunger and you want to succeed, you'll find a way to do it yourself. You don't need anyone else, really. That's how, that's but that's just me. I could be completely wrong. But to me I feel like with what I'm trying to do, I don't really need anyone else, bro. I just need myself mm. and a hard work ethic and a good you need to have good networking skills as well though. Like I feel like you can be the hardest worker, you can make the dopest music, but if you can't speak to people and you can't be in a room with people, then you shoot yourself in the foot as well. So, you're, yeah, you, people's skills, working hard, good music, good person, <laughs> just just be a good cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so the record, Borderline, it's out now on uh, all forms of uh, streaming. Uh, you can hear it pretty much anywhere, through your phone or otherwise. And... Um, I think this has been a really good lesson in um, sort of Australian hip-hop and hip-hop marketing really in uh, 2021. So uh, I think this is going to be a very useful uh, interview slash podcast. But thank you very much for joining us on the show, Indigo Merkaba. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. One love to everyone listening. Dropping EDM, hip-hop, and a bunch of best beats programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. TuneOne.com.au. That's Tune, the number one, .com.au. Tune One, proud show sponsor.